Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Diego Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky, Minute 113. Minute 113 starts with a hole being blown in the wall. It ends with Shita starting to recite a poem. Yeah, so here's where we see... This is definitely... These look like wood chips. Yeah. So he, I guess he shoots a hole in a tree? In a tree rather than a wall. Yeah, than a wall. Yeah, so I, I misspoke. It's, it looks like part of the wall since it's... Yeah, so it's right next to one. Right next to the wall, basically flush with the wall. Yeah. It's basically filling a hole that was left in the wall. Mm-hmm. Completing a wall. Yes. It's part of a... Wall. Wall. <laughs> But it's wood. It's not stone. No, it's... He looks and he's... As he worms his way through this hole, it's definitely wood. It's... Yeah, that's wood. I mean, I guess one on his right, from his perspective, his right shoulder is brushing up against stone, I guess. Yeah. But it's got to be a lot of splinters. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, but I guess... I guess everyone is... Or Shita and Pazu, at least, are, like, on adrenaline. So, like, they don't really... They're not phased. I imagine. I mean, we just talked about how... Paz has been shot twice in the head yeah. today. <laughs> so he's got something something, something pumping through yeah. him that's keeping him going. And that something, of course, is oil and, ele- and electricity since okay. there's an indestructible since, yeah, robot. Yeah, he's an indestructible <laughs> robot, obviously. That was what was in his satchel, an extra oil. Right. <laughs> From uh, mom's, right? Mm-hmm. Mom's robot oil. Yeah. From Futurama. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Made from anchovies. <laughs> Oils of anchovies. That's what he got. Yeah. He's <laughs> got a fried egg <laughs> on toast, an apple, and a tin of anchovies. Yeah. And the robot by the tr- leaning on the tree. I think this is the weirdest one. The one furthest from the ones we see operate. Yeah. He's just got like two. He doesn't have the big eye plate. No. He's just that two... So you said, are those eyes or are those the two, like, you know... Two, like, communicating lasers thing. The LED indicators. (laughs) (laughs) The red... It could be combined, right? It could be, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't have, like, a distinct neck either. Its head kind of just, like, like is in his shoulders. It's definitely the weirdest one we've seen. I don't know, something about it. I think we saw one similar with, like, just those two... Just these two? Yeah, Yeah, maybe. The minute before, maybe, next to Sheeta. But yeah, this is, I guess this is where Sheeta was, right? Yeah. I don't know. Something about this one unsettles me. It's dead eyes. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to remember what it, like, reminds me of. I feel like there's something that looks similar to this. I'm getting, like, a Cyclops vibe for some reason. Sure, sure, why not? Yeah, why not? I think that's why. Because I remember when I was reading the Odyssey in class, we, like, watched... A clip from an Odyssey movie. Oh, really? Where Odysseus is. Which one? Was that with Kirk Douglas? Uh, maybe? I can't remember. We, like, got to watch a clip of when Odysseus is in the Cyclops' cave. And it's he classic. Stabs. Stabs the Cyclops? Stabs the Cyclops. In I can't. the eye? Yeah, in the with eye. With a spear or something? I think. I think that's how it went down. Didn't they hide under his sheep? Yeah. Who did this? No one. Crafty. Yeah. Yeah, but Pazu... Gets out with his classic grunts. <laughs> and he starts running. Running to his lady. And we cut to a 
shot of Shita running away. Yep, she's into running into room. some some big chamber. Looks mm-hmm. like it might be circular. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. The must go fires, and then says the subtitles say, "Get up, no more hide and seek." Tate, onigoko wa mo warida. Onigoko is tag. Is tag. It's yes. not hide and seek. Yes, there's a. Um, hide and seek is kakurenbo. 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 Yeah. Onigoko is tag. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to catch the demon. Is that what oni is oni. it? What yeah. is goko? Goko. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's <just laughs> part of the name of yeah. So there's a 2015 movie called Riyadh Onigoko, or just Tag is the English title. Mm-hmm. It's like this high school girl is shifting through dimensions, really violent. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah, and if you watch like Japanese game shows that rely like um, what is it? Uh, I can't remember, but like, there's like a group of Japanese comedians that like do a 24-hour no laughing challenge. Mm-hmm. And there's, I think it's a tradition now where like for two hours they play punishment tag, where like they're all of them are it, and if they get caught by someone, there's like a specific punishment written on them, and they get that punishment if they get caught. Sounds very. It's brutal. Sadistic. <laughs> it's it is. Yikes. And uh, Muska shoots at her. Yeah, I don't know. Did she? Did she, he hit her? She falls to the ground. I don't know if he shot like th- the ground near her. Is she just diving for cover, or? Yeah, maybe. Or does she actually get? I don't. We don't see like an a wound. We don't see an impact. Oh. We just see the explosion from his gun. We don't see any impact. No. Is it like shock? I think, she, I think she's just diving for cover. Diving for cover, yeah. Because we don't see any indication that she's been hit. No. But yeah, but I think but no more hide and seek. I think that works as a translation, though. No more hide and seek. She wasn't really hiding. Was she? Would you classify? I don't know, but it's not something you would You wouldn't say no more tag. No more. I mean, I guess, yeah, in Western or just in English, no more hide and seek is a little more... That's a little bit something. It's got more of like an oomph to it. I don't know how else to describe it. And that's how you would describe that kind of situation. Yeah, like, like I feel one like one person's like, trying to get away from another. Yeah, I feel like in like slasher films, that might be like a line or something. Yeah, I can't really picture somebody saying "no more tag." Yeah. I mean, he's not going to come up and say, "Now you're it," because <laughs> a part of the tag, at is least in, like in American, is like now the roles are reversed. Yeah. That doesn't happen in hide and seek, and it's not going to happen in this situation either. Not at all. <laughs> right, so that's the, the translation makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, how delightful that it should end in the throne room. This is the throne room? That's what he says. Yeah, I mean, I guess it... Shuntenga kokuzan no mato wa jōdeki janaika. It's perfect. I feel like he would say that whatever room they wound up in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I how appropriate that it should end in the war council chamber. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> How appropriate How? that it should end in the royal kitchen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the breakfast nook. How <laughs> fitting. <laughs> because this is the start of a new day. Get No. <laughs> The start of a new era. 
the breakfast, if you will. We're breaking the fast of not exercising the pizza. You're not buying it? Not, okay. <laughs> then I guess the throne room is appropriate. I guess. Because she's, they're both royals. Oh, is this the throne room? No. <laughs> this is a grave. This is our grave. Yours and mine. She, like, I don't think we've ever seen Sheeta like this. This is so, like, left field of her, I feel like. We haven't, she's been, she's, she's been go along to get along. Yeah. Basically on every opportunity like this, where she's faced, you know, where she has to stand up to power, she has the opportunity. Mm-hmm. She's based on wanting to keep other people safe. It yeah. Have, has to be said, but I she's mean, gone along. She does hit Muska on the head with a bottle. Yes, true. But when she's... But that's not like a direct threat. No, it's just like a, I need to get out. So, and when she's back in captivity, she's just quiet when Muska is asking her. Yeah, she's like, it's a... Um, she's obedient. She's timid. She, yeah, when she takes action, it's indirect action. Yeah. Right? It's, you know, it's kind of like guerrilla tactics, kind of, you know taking opportunities, hiding, waiting, taking opportunities rather than standing up to a, you know, a direct frontal attack. Like, what's going on here? Muska doesn't really believe it either. You can see from his face. Yeah, this, Muska's been making some weird faces this week that don't make him look attractive. (laughs) Yeah, Shita gets very, like, I don't know. I get, like, a, her, like, the way she's glaring at him. You get, like, a, like, a not- Nausicaa or like Kushana vibe from her? Like we'll definitely very... talk about Nausicaa tomorrow. Oh, definitely. For sure. For sure. Yes. But I get like the strong female, like the strong female lead that's in every Ghibli film. Like she's finally in that role. I yeah. feel like in this. Yeah. Like Nausicaa or the Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Um, Kiki. And Kiki. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, really. Kiki, not really. Um, Sophie, maybe. Sophie. Sophie from Howl's Moving Castle. Huh. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's like a people pleaser, but when she, like, she stands up to Howl when, like, Howl's being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Again, it's kind of like the direct threat. Yeah. I mean, Sophie is strong with Calcifer as well. Yeah. And she she doesn't take any guff. No. It's not really, it's a different kind of confrontation. Yeah, it's a different. This is like a threat of direct violence. Yeah. Rather than disobedience or um, uncooperativeness or something like that, you know, yeah. recalcitrance. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I guess, oh, what's his name? Sosuke's mom a little bit, but not really. <laughs> Sosuke's mom? What are we talking about now? In Ponyo? No, oh, yeah. Because when uh, Ponyo's dad comes up, she's like, he's a creep, like, no. <laughs> and she, like, when her okay. husband is yeah. sailing by, she, like, you know, is very... Baka, 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 baka. <laughs> nah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, like, the female lead I'm thinking of, I guess, is, like, a direct, the girl who takes action. Yeah. I feel like Sheeta's finally in that right now. Standing up to power. Yeah. Yep. What's up with these? Are these statues? Are these thrones? Are these things, like, are well, these three huge figures sitting on... Something. Something in these alcoves. I feel like these are the thrones, aren't they? But they've got like fingers. Yeah. So you would like sit like in the lap basically of this figure, big figure. Tiny little lap. You're just like tiny. So these are just statues? 
These aren't robots. If they were robots, how sick would that be? Right? And they've got like circ they've got this this, you know, circuitry design on them. Yeah. Is that actual circuitry? Or is that just a design? Like if you wait the amulet on next it, it to like those, floats. would they <laughs> would they activate and like move? Stand up? Ooh. These things really had given me like a a Jack Kirby kind of vibe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a totally. huge robot yeah. with circuitry all over him. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that, you know, when I, we talk about like precedents, I'm always drawing on my references, which are all mostly Western. So I'm sure, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm sure Miyazaki had just a bunch a of, bunch of like, Japanese references yeah. that I have no idea what they are, which I'm sure there are similar things to. I mean, like, wouldn't, I guess like the circuitry, I don't know how like perfectly aligned these designs are, kind of remind me of Dada. Yeah. In Ultraman. Yeah, in Ultraman. Yeah. Yeah, sure. The other thing, it's kind of like the rock monster at the beginning of Horus. Oh, yeah. Prince of the Sun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is... Isao Takahata. Yeah. Yeah. Probably could make an argument that we should have started with that movie, but we didn't. Yeah, but we didn't. I mean, that's like a hard movie to find. find. It is, yeah. And then she says, uh, in my valley of Gondor. Gondor. Keeping on this vibe that we've got going this all this week. Could be Gondor. It could be a pronunciation of Gondor. <laughs> Gondor. Gondor. <laughs> Gondor. Yeah. Probably not, but... Why do I feel like I've heard Gondor before? Gondor? I don't know why. Because she said it before in this movie. Oh, right. <laughs> like she she was telling Pazu about her childhood home. Right. And, pa, and pa, I think Pazu at one point says, I want us to go back to Gondor. Yeah. Right? Or like he's like, Gondor, that's like in the... That's in the Himalayas yeah, or something. Yeah, or something, yeah. yeah. Like he'd heard of it That's before. in the mountains. Or... Yeah. There's a song from Gondor that she wants to tell him to hear. About. Yeah. So I guess we'll we'll hear about that tomorrow. Yeah. I just love her lines that like make Muska scowl. She's like, what is a king when his country lies ruined? Yeah. Yeah. The, it's actually the Japanese a little bit more taunting. Yeah. It says, Kuni ga horobita no ni odake ikiteru nante kokei da wa. Koke. Funny, comical, humorous, laughable, ridiculous, That's, silly, absurd. I love her. I love her so much. So she's uh, definitely throwing shade. Yeah. This would be a subtweet. <laughs> this would be a subtweet. <laughs> totally. Country, country's destroyed and only the king survives? Sad. <laughs> <laughs> How Muska at first was like, she has no escape. I love how she turns it on him. She's like, you'll die trapped here with me. There's no escape. Like she's flipping the... She's flipping the script. The script. She's turning the table. Yes. She has Like a game of tag. What? What? (laughs) Onigoko (laughs) owaranayo. Omae wa onida. (laughs) Yeah, she, she knows now that like... Muska without the stone is nothing, I feel like. Even if her life is on the line, if Muska doesn't have the stone, what can he do in this place? Right. And I love how she uses that against him. Those are my notes. All right. We'll hear the rest of this poem tomorrow here on Ghibli Minute.